The Bucketeers podcast is a proud member of the TSPN, the TimeScoop Podcast Network. You can catch our podcast on a number of outlets, including Google, Apple, Spotify, and TimeScoop.com. You can follow us on Twitter for Super Bowl updates and more about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Bucketeers. Hello, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We fucking did it. We're in the Super Bowl. I, I can't even not say anything else about it. I got to come out with a bang. Got to break the French barrier. Uh, yeah, I do speak French. Um, so we won that bitch. We won against Green Bay. Again, it's something that nobody predicted. Um, you know, actually, it was about 70 30. I'd say 70 pundits hit our back. But nonetheless, a lot were against us again. Tom Brady went out there and proved why he is the GOAT. Bucks played a great game, hell of a game. And now uh, they're on their way back to the airport in Tampa and the Twitter account tweeted, don't come here, but fans are coming. Fans are on their way. You know, they're fired up. We're all fired up. We're here joined by Cody and Bucko. Fellas, how the fuck are we after this 31-26 victory? It need not be asked. You know how the fuck we are. God damn it. Cody watched the whole game on the shitter and he still, (laughs) let's go, baby. Ain't no food poisoning stopping this. History, baby. We fucking made history. Yeah, like that's crazy. It went on the road, beat the one and two seed in their house. Well, obviously, it would be in their house. But, uh, you know, nobody gave us a chance for us to Saints. Slapped them. Not many people gave us a chance for us Green Bay. Fucking slapped them. And uh, I think we got a championship defense. I mean, we fucking won on the road against a one, a two, and a four seed. You know, we literally knocked off uh, three of the top teams in the NFC on the road in terms of seed and that ain't easy to do Washington's defense good Saints defense pretty good Green Bay's defense good like you know this Bucks team is beating teams that are not only good but they all have good defenses and we're making it look decent out there I mean if we catch a couple of those borderline drops today this game uh, goes in our favor a lot easier that has got to get cleaned up fucking immediately when I'm seeing Mike Evans dropping two, and that man hadn't dropped a ball since his rookie year. And, of course, Leonard, playoff Lenny, I love you, brother. Fucking get them hand. Go go, give Joe Boo some rum. Light up a cigar for him. <laughs> Something, man. Get them hands going, bro. What the fuck are you doing? And God, God went another key drop on the third down. Yeah. Um, I, I think our, that. In, in total, we had five drops today. So that's a grand total of like what fourteen drops in the fucking playoffs. Uh, not not gonna not gonna work against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are like a fucking Madden cheat code. Um, we got to get the things in order. But luckily, we're at home. We're in our own beds. We got two weeks of prep to do. And if we can play them in any semblance of the way we played them the second half uh, in Week Twelve, the, the, this isn't a completely unbeatable team. But Fuck it, they ain't make it easy on us. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we can beat this team. Um, we should have um, Winfield back for sure. I would imagine we've got AB back as well. So both of those things will be huge. And for anybody counting, Brady's got as many NFC champions, championship wins as Rodgers and Breeze. So and Rodgers and, and Drew Brees. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, but we're the one with the noodle arm, right? Yeah, uh, we got the uh, – Again, hey – you asked me a question on my first entry into this pod, um, the Belichick Brady. And I told you at that point, 
it's no longer worth discussing. You know, 11 years of no of playoffs for the Patriots, no playoffs. You know, 12 years of no playoffs for us. We're in the fucking Super Bowl. If anyone denies Tom Brady as being the greatest to ever do it, or anyone says Belichick better than Brady, I will punch you in the face. Yeah. You will have the, the, the respect of Levin Drew, in my opinion. You will be a nobody. <laughs> Dude, that kid's a winner, you know. He, he just picks all of his teams. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, the the poor soul came at me for uh, buying some NFC championship gear like it was a damn crime. It's like, bro, I want to support my fucking team. This is a once-in-a-lifetime moment. I'm going to buy whatever the hell I want to buy. And, and, and that's the worst mistake you made because I, I even put out a tweet. Damn it, I'm so elated. I'm so happy. I'm going to let y'all dummies live that said a whole bunch of dumb shit this summer. And I was going I was going to ride and get petty, but I was like, no, we got one more win to get. Let me let me let me let them guys live. Then he gotta go and talk dumb shit. Uh I, I had to flame him. Y'all go check my Twitter feed at Bucko Bruce 83. You'll get a good laugh. Uh yeah, good shit. Let's go, Bucks, baby. Thank you. That kid's a weirdo. I don't think any actual Bucks fans take anything he says seriously. And the only things I see him tweet about is uh, Winston or the Bills, like Josh Allen. That dude, yeah. yeah, Josh Allen. I'm not claiming yeah. that dude whatsoever. But actual Bucks fans, the true young Bucks fans, I am so happy for them. We've been here before, so geez, we we we've experienced this before, and we definitely deserve to experience it again. But I'm glad some of these young dudes getting to experience it has been one hell of a ride this year. I'm happy for my guy Tones. Last time we did this, Tones had Similac on his breath. He went out and he put money. He put money on these bucks in fucking August to win the Super Bowl and hit on seventy-five to one odds. So let, let's let's first off congratulate my guy because maybe that winnings he gets buys us some better equipment where we can sound uh, like some G's in here. But <laughs> uh, no, but real talk, guys. Eighteen years, man. Eighteen years been waiting. Enjoy this shit. Talk your shit. Live how you want to live. Say what you want to say. Can't nobody tell you shit. Poke your chest all the way out. If we just so happen to lose to the Chiefs, fucking so be it. I think we're going to beat them. But enjoy this shit, bro. As you can see, it comes around once every 18 years. You can have a whole ass kid, and they'll be able to vote the next time we're in this position. So let's (laughs) fucking go, man. Fuck all the dumb shit. That's why I'm so glad that there's two weeks in between ne- this next matchup because we really got to live it up. We really got to soak it in. We really got to enjoy it. I, I mean, I, I know we're all living in the moment, but this is truly almost once-in-a-lifetime stuff. You never know when this is guaranteed, if this is ever going to happen again. You know, it's not it's not easy. If it were easy, uh, it'd happen a lot more often than it does. So. Absolutely. 18 years, man. That's a long damn time. And there's no saying that it it could happen. And, you know, it might take 40 more years for us to get back. So that's why, yes, I am buying, uh, you know, NFC Championship hat. Why not? I bought a mask that says Super Bowl on it. You know, it's cool. I'm, I'm doing some things. I'm buying some things. And I'm going to be damn proud representing. Uh, fellas, freaking Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, two weeks away. I know it's a while away, but do we have any plans in the making yet? Because we are, uh, you know, Bucks are home. I know you guys are both in Florida. Cody, you said you were looking into and, uh, Tampa. I know I'm, prices I'm in are a little crazy. 
Hurry, Bucko, you're in fucking Atlanta. Yeah, why did why did I forget that? You're in Atlanta, but uh, anyone plan on making the trip to Tampa? I know I looked. I think Cody's looked, and prices are just crazy. I, I, I've already booked um, my room at the La Quinta on Gandy, South Tampa. Shout out. Let's go. That's where I'm from. That's where I'm born and bred. Uh, I'll be at the La Quinta on Gandy, right next to the Hooters, if y'all want to come fuck with me. But no, I will be there. I'll be there Friday night, and I'm not leaving until Monday morning. Uh, let's fucking go. I want my kids to experience when that city turns red like it did 18 years ago, when these these people, these proud, different people in Tampa, if you've never been to Tampa, it's a different crowd. It's a beautiful thing. But they get live when these bucks are good, man. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to bring my kids. I won't be hitting the Mons Venus or anything like that. But I want them to have the NFL experience to share in those memories that I got back in 91. My eighth birthday present was tickets to Bill's Giants. You know what I mean? In 2000, I went to, to Ravens Giants. I've been to two Super Bowls in my life. I, I know what that meant to me. I want my kids to, obviously we can't go to the fucking game at $7,500 tickets in the nosebleeds, um, but we can experience everything else that offers. So yeah, well, I've already booked my room. We're going Friday the fifth. We'll be down there. The wife and I we're we're still looking, still mulling it over. Like most of the shit I've seen, like when we stayed for a week seventeen, it was like a one bedroom apartment. It was like hundred and fifty a night. That same apartment's like seven hundred a night. So if we can find something cheap enough, we're gonna go down there. I'm I'm not too sure. And if not that, it'll be a party at my house. But um Either way, uh, if nothing else, I'll make plans for next year because uh, we got the coaching staff. Looks like coming back, Brady's going to have another year in the system, another couple draft picks, and uh, I fully expect us to be back here next year. In fact, next year's the year I thought we'd be there. I didn't quite think we'd make it this year. Yeah, this year we're kind of playing with house money, you know. I mean, next year we geared up for but this year, fuck, we might as well take it. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, Tones had his preseason picks. I, unfortunately, like Cody just said, I didn't think we'd get here. I honestly believe we, we were more than just a Tom Brady away from winning. And at the time I made my projection, we didn't have Gronk. We didn't have AB. I believe we had just signed Lenny at the time I had made my projection. But I had projected us to lose to the Packers in the NFC Championship game. My, my Super Bowl pick was Green Bay, Kansas City. And if you watch TV in the past month, all these fucking State Farm, Rodgers, Ray, Patrick Price, it seemed like, to me, the league was gearing up for that to be the Super Bowl matchup. But these goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers put a halt in their plan. Uh, you know, Tones had Bucks bills, so we're both 50% on that. But I know one thing and one thing clear. I told all of y'all we're going to beat the Saints. I told all of y'all we're going to beat the Packers. My, my playoff picks, I'm fucking, what, eight and two. I'll take that all day long. And since I've been a member of this pod, these Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not lost the game. And I'm going to stand firmly on my square and be that conceited to say that's why it is, and I'm going to keep it going. Let's fucking go. Yeah, you can't. Uh, go ahead, crazy. Cody. Crazy to me. We went from uh, seven and nine. We, we were seven and nine last year. Here we are on the Super Bowl. I think we won. I think I just heard we won seven straight to get here, like we talked about earlier. We're on the road, won three playoff games on the road. Like, it's – it's almost surreal to me that we're here this year. I know we got Brady, good team, but um, next year just seemed much more realistic to me. But uh, I am loving every minute of it. 
And five of our seven wins in this uh, win streak have came on the road now as two of them in the regular season have against Detroit and Atlanta. And then next year, we're going to be very exciting next year too because Antonio Brown, it, it was reported that he's probably going to come back next year to the Buccaneers today. Rob Gronkowski already said he wants to come back next year. I mean, Tom Brady's obviously going to come back. This team is very, very geared up to make another run at a Super Bowl appearance next year. So if we win this one, guys, we're really playing with house money. We need to win this one. You can't go to the dance and lose. I know it's going to be fun either way, but in my opinion, you come this far, you got to bring home the, got to bring home the trophy now, guys. I mean, what, what, you know, what else is there to lose? Right. Hey, any kind of pessimistic, Oh fuck! Wait, no way, no. Any type of approach like that is 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 unacceptable. It's unbecoming of a man. All right. If you listen, if you really watched in 2002, like me, that was the height of my prime. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the bars. I'm gambling. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, I'm 20 years old. Nobody could tell me shit. But I was sitting here looking at these Raiders. Like, yo, they can beat the shit out of everybody else, but they're not going to do that to us. They're not going to do that to us. We are a team of destiny. The whole world said the Eagles was going to beat us. We couldn't go up there in the cold and win. The whole world. I'm talking about, dude, the 70-something percent of the betting public put money on the Raiders. Like, that is an unheard of number. And we went in there and punched them in the fucking mouth. So I want the betting public, I want the world to just automatically concede the victory to KC because that's gonna they're going to read that shit. They're going to see that shit, and they're going to believe it. And they're going to underestimate us a bit. And we're going to come out there and hit them in the mouth, just like we did New Orleans, just like we did Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers ain't been sacked since week five when we fucking dogged his ass. We sacked him five times a day. You feel me? I don't care what the pundits say on TV. They know nothing. Skip Bayless claims to be a Bucks fan. Don't even know what Jordan White's name is. Suck my dick. All of you haters, all of you bandwagon jumpers, this is our moment. We waited 18 years for this. You ain't going to spoil shit for me. Let's go. Yes, sir. Hey, speaking about the sacks, Vita Vea, I cannot say enough good Ooh. things. I know we've talked about him on this pod, but anybody that thinks it's a coincidence that we got five sacks, the game Vita Vea comes back is tripping. I don't ever want to hear another word about Der- Derwin James again. We also got Antoine Winfield, who we wouldn't have got if we had drafted Derwin James. This team – has an underdog mentality. I said if we beat the Saints, I think that's going to give them the confidence to win the Super Bowl. I'm sticking with that. We're going to find a way. We're going to punch the Chiefs in the mouth. Let's go. And I'm kind of happy that, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are the best team in the AOC, clear cut by far. But, uh, it, you know, it's we're going to play them again. We, we have motivation. Tom Brady's going to have motivation because he's probably thinking to himself, this Mahomes kid – we can't let him get two in four years. You know, Brady wants to remain the GOAT. If Mahomes wins another one, he was only drafted in 2017, and he pretty much redshirted in his 2017 season. If Mahomes wins this one, that's two Super Bowls in three years. You know, his trajectory for GOAT status is already through the roof. Tom Brady knows that. I think that motivation uh, for Tom Brady is through the roof just based on that alone. Absolutely, it has to be. Uh, you know, Pat, Pat Mahomes and company, their first year, they went to the AFC Championship game, Brady got him. In a game where, honestly, the Chiefs were the better team. Brady still got his ass. 
that defense got a couple of picks. You know what I mean? It's just something about what I've noticed. Now, granted, we're all Bucks fans. We haven't had a quarterback of this caliber. That's why he broke every one of our fucking records. That's why he's our all-time leading playoff passer in one year. But we all know the history of this franchise. But what we're not looking at and what Patriots fans realize for all these years is that when other quarterbacks, when other teams are going against Brady, they, they, they press a little bit. They, oh, I got to do this. I got I to gotta be perfect because I'm going against the fucking GOAT. So it puts pressure on other quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers ain't throwing a pick since we picked him. We got his ass tonight. You, you get what I'm saying? Like there's a, there's a mindset, almost like a, a psych out, like back in basketball, if you ever watch basketball, you know, where you can yell, your mom, your mom fuck squeak. You know, shit like you can, it's like a psych out automatically. So we have the Brady factor. We have the confidence. We have the swagger. And damn it, we are at home, have nothing to lose. I don't see any reason why we can't beat this Chiefs football team. I don't want to hear no fucking, you know, pessimistic approach, period. And it's pretty interesting and crazy how road game, road game, road game, and then the Super Bowl comes, it's at Raymond James. Not only is it at Raymond James, but the Buccaneers are, uh, by definition, the home team in this game as well. So we're literally the home team in the home stadium. I know the Super Bowl is technically going to be, you know, painted each way, 50-50, yada, yada, yada. But let's be freaking honest. Our guys are sleeping in their own beds. They're spending this two weeks with their families. This is a true home game for this Buccaneers team, and that's really important, as we know. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are going to – it's a road game for the Chiefs. I know they've been there. I know they've done that. I know they conquered this year in a win over us on the road. But we're more prepared, and we're more, uh, you know – bonafide now than we were when we lost to them. Antonio Brown was just a young one on this Buck squad when we lost to the Chiefs. Uh, Tom Brady was still gelling, trying to get used to things. A lot of wheels were still in motion. That was when Leonard Fournette, you know, had his down days, his bad times as a Buccaneer. Now look at us. This is a whole new bra uh, ball club. And as Cody said, Vita Veo's back. You know, we can't overlook that. That guy had a huge factor with all those sacks today, I mean, Shaq and JPP are tremendous. But without Vita Vea, eh, you know, that's a big blow up the middle. So uh, next week's game, or two weeks from today, going to be insane. Super Bowl home game, going to be amazing. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing, hopefully, a lot of Bucks fans in that crowd. Absolutely. Go ahead, Cody. My bad. Go ahead. I've been uh, talking too much. <laughs> I, I would add to that that um, for the most part, By Byron's been a lot better since the last time we played them. And the defense has obviously been on a tear these last few weeks. I think we're a different football team since the last time we played them. I think we are 100% better on offense and defense, play calling, coaching from top to bottom. I think we're a better football team from the last time we played the Chiefs. So that should definitely help. Absolutely. And then I want to make two points. I'm going to piggyback what you just said about Byron. Because we all to a T, every one of us, us three here, everyone was in the group chat, everyone was on Twitter, we all shitted on Byron for when it's third and short taking that shot, right? I've seen every fucking team in this playoffs do that. And it worked against us today with Valdez Scanlon. Even though dude, people are going to say Davis got roasted. Davis was in perfect coverage. Davis made a nice play. That was a perfect throw, a perfect catch. And a perfect throw beats perfect coverage. It happens all the time. So I have shitted on Byron. What I'm saying is 
the man might have created a trend. And you're seeing a lot of teams do it and have success with it. And if Mike Evans don't drop that fucking ball on that third and three where it was perfectly placed, it's not even a fucking five-point game. We went by 12, right? So Byron's done his thing, and we criticized him, I think, a little bit too early. He knows what he's doing. Secondly, I said it on Thursday, and I'll double back it and triple back it by saying I like Nacho, I like McClendon, I like those guys. But Vita Vita pushes two, three people into the quarterback. And when you collapse the interior like that where there's nowhere for him to step up, the one thing that happens is your outside guys get pressure. Shaq Barrett got 19 and a half sacks off the back of Vita Vita. Okay, he, what do he have, three today? JPP had, had one. You know, dude, Vita Vita is such a fucking problem that if he's in the game, it makes everybody better. You know, we're still going to have to cover Travis Kelsey. We're still going to have to worry about that screen game. But Pat Mahomes ain't going to have the time he's had tonight. I promise you that. Yeah, Mahomes, uh, we're going to get after him, especially with Vita Vea back. Uh, guys, I, there's been a lot of funny tweets out there today, a lot of um, good ones. I don't know if you guys seen Pete Prisco from CBS tweet, hey, Jaguars, his top 10 picks paid off, left which Blaine Gabber and Leonard Fournette are all going to the Super Bowl. Uh, that was pretty funny. And then uh, Skip Bayless said Antoine Winfield Jr. has been replaced on the active roster by Javon Hagen, an undrafted rookie from Ohio off the practice squad, not from the Ohio State, just Ohio, just makes me sick. And Javon Hagen quoted that with the picture of him holding a trophy and just laughed and skipped Bayless's face. Guy, this has been, um, you know, just a really fun night of Bucks Twitter. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen a group of players this happy uh, from the Buccaneers. Uh, I know we're going to the Super Bowl, but, man, it's just awesome and refreshing to see all these guys having fun. Carlton Davis bodied Mike Thomas on Twitter earlier tonight as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Hey, but no, dude. Did you see Mike Thomas's timeline? Yeah. Did you see how much joy he was taking? In yeah, this? he was. I mean, he was coming at the Bucks. He he said no safety over the top. He said Tom Brady had help from the refs. Yeah. Mike Thomas was throwing a shade. Hey, then tell Mike Thomas, your bitch ass. We didn't need no safety help with you because you don't go <laughs> further than seven yards. You had zero catches. You're a zero factor. You're at fucking home watching us in the Super Bowl which you have never been to. Uh, Carlton Davis owns you. You're a fucking bitch. Uh, Steve Smith, you're a fucking Ninja Turtle-looking little pussy. I'm glad you don't have a Twitter, because I would be blocked immediately. Uh, all of you motherfuckers. I tried to be calm. You, you see my tweets. You can see my timeline. I tried to take the high road. I'm going to let y'all live. But y'all kept saying dumb shit. You got a guy who's fandom I questioned all year. You're getting mad at the pressure Tones and Cody and Co. applied on his ass. Now he's a Chiefs fan. This type of bitch-ass woman shit on Twitter is unacceptable. And I'm here for the real Bucks fans, the guys that have been here. My first game was in 1988 at the fucking Big Sombrero. I've been here. I deserve to put my chest out. You motherfuckers got to earn it as far as I'm concerned. But let's go. Nothing. I got nothing else to say, man. I think uh, I think Slant Boy is so hurt. Uh, Mike Evans got that record that he knows like it's impossible. Slant Boy will not be getting that record. It's weird. Saints fans are always defending him on Twitter, saying, "I don't know why everybody hates him." 
Just look at his timeline. Dude it's just cries nonstop. I mean, he is a straight-up insecure, like, easy-to-hate dude. Like, bro, you, you're, you're good, not great receiver. It, it, it is what it is. Like, that's that's just what it is. So, it, I don't it, know. Seeing this shit tonight, it just that dude's such a fucking clown. That whole organization, there, there's just nothing better than knocking them out of the fucking playoffs. And now we're about to be playing in the Super Bowl while he sits at the fucking house crying about us. In, in the words of the great Mike Leach, that was last fucking week. That's not this week. That was last fucking week. Fuck Mike Thomas. Fuck them Saints. This is about Aaron Rodgers, the goddamn regular season king. You win 13 games every year. Your bitch ass only been in one Super Bowl. <laughs> Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. You ain't no GOAT. You don't deserve GOAT contribution status. Neither does Drew Brees. All of y'all are looking up at the guy that just brought my team to the Super Bowl. Uh, you can't tell Tones. They can't tell me shit, Tones. I got something to say to everybody. You, they can't say shit to me though. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. Yeah, nobody could say shit to you, my man. Uh, you were pretty much. You were uh in Raymond James, or you were in Buck Stadium before Bucks were even a thing. You know that's how fossil fuelish you are, my man. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> hey, don't let the gray and the beard fool you. Now I can still get up and go. But uh, no, dude, seriously. The, the realness is all of us, the fake ones, the real ones, all of us. These moments come few and far between. Let's enjoy this shit, man. Let's win this shit. Let's be happy. Stop saying dumb stuff on Twitter. Don't talk about Matthew Stafford. We got Tom Brady. Let's go. Yeah, that shit cracked me up when people were saying, oh, we should get Stafford or, oh, we should get Deshaun Watson. I mean, people, we have Tom Brady. We're playing in the NFC Championship now onto the Super Bowl, and you have these idiots saying yada 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 this and this. Already worried about addressing the next quarterback of this team. Relax. That's some fake news bullshit right there, and uh, you know that's a whole topic for another podcast. But gentlemen, any last words on this Victory Monday celebratory pregame pod? Tonight's been so much fun. I just want to say, uh, go Bucks! I'm happy for everybody, and um, I cannot wait till the kickoff. We'll have a couple more good pods for then, and uh, I'll catch y'all then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll close it with, first off, I want to thank Larceny Bourbon for making such a fine product of you. You've made my voice be able to be spoken. Uh, I was yelling so much I had no voice. The good old bourbon soothed the throat, and now we can go, but Lastly, I want to close out with let's fucking go. Yeah, and 18 it's years is a long time, guys. I long hear I, I hear nothing but let's fucking go. That's it. And mind you, my if you go back to Thursday's podcast, I broke this game down damn near identical to how it played out, and I damn near got the score right on the head. So y'all can kiss my ass. I'm the GOAT. Yeah, Bucko did uh, almost predict it on the head. And, boys, the troops are getting to the airport. I do see Port Richie Lou there, uh, Poppy Latte there, ACAT is on the way there. And I also see Kevin Drew getting raked through the coals by our good friend Buccaneers GM, who's tweeting at him right now. Uh, they're in a Twitter battle. Kevin Drew, uh, back in April or May, tweeted that Tom Brady – was the fourth best quarterback in the NFC South. So, you know, a lot of people don't deserve to cherish these moments, but, uh, you know, we'll let them cherish him. We should all come together as Bucks fans and celebrate this damn Super Bowl. It's going to be awesome. 
Enjoy it. Enjoy these yeah, two that weeks. won't respond to me, though. But go ahead, though. Go ahead, GM. Let's roll. It, yeah, let, let's go, GM. Let's keep it up. Everyone from Red Imputer is all hyped. I can't wait, guys. I know tomorrow's workday is going to be that much better, that much easier. These two weeks are going to be exciting. Bucketeers. I'm calling in, bro. I ain't going to work. Fuck y'all. It's a holiday. I'm working like a half day, bro. I'm That's what I'm doing. But all I know is we're going to have a lot of fucking great content these next two weeks, fellas. It's going to be a great road. Let's just appreciate these next two weeks before we get to the Super Bowl. Because when the Super Bowl comes, that game's going to fly by. Hey, man. Look, y'all worry about next year, next year. Let's go and get this W. And talk your shit now. Don't be timid. Talk your shit now. Because if we lose, you ain't got nothing to say. There will be no shit to talk. Talk your shit now. Put your fucking chest out there. Confidence is key. Just ask Mel. <laughs> yeah, we got to get out there. We got to talk our shit. Got to puff our chest out. It's all on the line. Coming in two weeks. Coming in February. We got February football and the Buccaneers are involved. Going to be fucking terrific. Fellas, it's been the Bucketeers postgame pod. I hope you guys have a great um, victory Monday. Playoff victory Monday, uh, the third but not final. We have a fourth ahead of us, the most important one. On behalf of Bucko the Bruce, Cody G, I'm Tampa Tones. We are the Bucketeers, and we are out. Hello, Enjoy your night. Go. Let's fucking go. Be amped. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Again. This is our time. Our year. Because Let's do it. vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stared by the flash of a